Hi and welcome to Leitrim Daily. My name is Brefni Early and you are listening to episode 154 on the channel. It is today's What's On guide for everything that's happening in and around the county over the next seven days. Now we have plenty lined up for you today to talk about. We're going to go through a list of all of the major events that are happening in the theatres and venues around the county as well as a little bit of the sporting action. We'll be talking to Trasson Nealon of the Glen Centre and also to Justin Farrell of Carrick Cineplex about all of the new release movies that are coming out as well as a few that are still hanging on after the Christmas rush. So we're going to start off with a look at some of the events taking place across the county and we're going to start up in Manor Hamilton tomorrow night, Friday the 10th of January with Groove Line and they play tomorrow night. We'll be talking to Trassa Nealon a little bit more about that later in the show. Over in Carrigallon in the Cornmill Theatre, also tomorrow night at 8pm, Second Honeymoon is a drama by a fantastic group of local actors. It's written by Sam Cree and it is directed by Sean McIntyre and it takes place tomorrow evening in the Cornmill Theatre in Main Street, Carrigallon. Tickets 15 euros with a 12 euro concession and it is a hilarious comedy set in a guest house. Amongst the guests are the very proper landlady, her flirty servant girl Vera, newlyweds Stephen and Sally, Mr. and Mrs. Mansfield, long-term resident Miss Hartnett and Agnes and Frank who are celebrating their 25th wedding anniversary. And it's written by Sam Cree who was one of the writers of the English Carry On series where the older generation may remember some of those particular hits from back in the 70s and 80s. Of course, Barbara Windsor made famous in some of those particular movies. Also in the Glen Centre on Saturday night, the Whistleblower are in town with their Out of Time tour. It's a one-hour show, and Trasson Neal is going to be telling us all about that later in the programme. But it is based on a true story of the story of Oscar Brannock, uh, one of the three men wrongfully arrested, tortured, and forced to incriminate himself for a crime he did not commit in the Salins mail train robbery in 1978. His brother Cormac on whistles and voice is joined by Dara Bracken and Martin Tourish to talk and to show film, music and images of all that happened in that particular event. And it's a, supposed to be an absolutely fantastic rendition of all the political leanings that were going on at that time. Of course, Leitrim footballers back in action. Their first senior game of the year takes place this Sunday afternoon at 2pm in the Avancard Park, Sean McDiarmada, and they play on the FBD League against Roscommon. While on Tuesday, we have two different events starting with the local enterprise office. There's a Grow with Aldi 2020 event where food producers are invited to grow with Aldi literally to come in and have a chat with the various purchasers from Aldi and see what is possible uh, check that out there's details on our website and also on the local enterprise office website as well Leitrim Leo look forward to have people who want to promote their food production within the Aldi brand there's also a start your own business course starting on Tuesday evening at 7 p.m in the Bush Hotel I uh, highly recommend that for anyone who is thinking about putting their own feet forward and putting their own business into 2020. Sharon Shannon is in the Dock Arts Centre on Wednesday evening. That is at 8pm. Obviously, Sharon Shannon, well known to anyone who's into music in the country over the last 20 years. And she is in town. 
and she will be joined by Alan O'Connor and they'll be playing some fantastic music over the course of the evening. Well worth checking out there with Sharon. More business development in mind over the next 24 hours after that. Uh, Facebook for Business uh, course is on in Momentum Meeting Room opposite the petrol station in Leitrim Village. Again, it's Wednesday afternoon and that is uh, needs to be subscribed through the Leitrim Leo office. Irene's Ghost is being part of the first Fortnite Festival, which takes place in the Glen Centre. Of course, it's a nationwide festival, but the Glen Centre contribution to that is on Thursday, the 16th of January. That's pretty much it in terms of the the headline events around the county. There are, of course, a full rundown of everything that's happening around the county uh, in terms of drama, music, events, festivals, sports events, fitness classes available on our website at leitrimdaily.com. Just select events on the drop-down menu and you will find all of the events happening around the county. If you have an event and it's not on that guide, we would love to get in touch with you and to add you to our list. So just drop us an email at info at leitrimdaily.com or message us on social media and we will make sure that you are featured next week on the show, but also on our event guide on our actual website. Anyway, we're going to take a quick look around the county and we're going to first head up to Manor Hamilton and have a chat with Trasson Nealon in the Glen Centre. Now we're going to turn our attention to the north of the county and to Manor Hamilton and the Glen Centre where I'm joined by Trasson Nealon. Trasson, Happy New Year! Happy New Year to you too, Salvarsni. Welcome back to the show. You really are starting the year with some pretty exciting uh, talent over the, on the stage of the Glens over the next week or so. Uh, starting off with some new, fresh, young local talent in the shape of Grooveline tomorrow night on Friday. Yeah, the Grooveline are amazing. And I've worked with a, a lot of the young people who are in the band and they're very, very talented. And um, don't tell them I said that. <laughs> no, they're, they're brilliant. And they won a national song competition in 2018 with the single Just, Just All, which was a scale And they've played at Electric Picnic. And they're just a fantastic, like energetic group of people and you know it's great to support them especially when they're they're local and you know they're going to go far to keep doing what they're doing and they're a bunch of i suppose local children from around the area i said children they're teenagers but they, they have that kind of a distinctive sound and they just seem to be really coming along yeah they really 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 are they're just they're just fantastic like, there's not much more you can say about the fact you know i'm jealous of their talent I'm wondering where's where's the talent I had when I was their age. I didn't have a lick of it. They're making you feel very old. I know that feeling. Uh, let's <laughs> let's move on. Are tickets still available for that? There's tickets still available for that, and if you're under eighteen, tickets are five euro. Excellent. So the friends should all be filling the venue tomorrow night uh, and getting good yes. night entertainment out of it as well. Now, yes. moving forward, the eleventh of January, we have the Whistleblowers Out of Time tour. What is that going to be? That is going to be a one-hour show, that, and there's going to be distinctive strands in it, such as film and dialogue, live music and images. And it's all, um, it was done over four years by Cormac Bretnock. And it's all about the Salins mail train robbery case in 1978. His brother, Os- Osgar, 
excuse me if I'm pronouncing that wrong, was one of the three men wrongfully arrested and tortured first, and he was forced to incriminate himself first. So um, there's actually a documentary on RTE Radio 1 about it, which was the most listened to um, podcast last year. So everyone should go and listen to that. It's amazing. It's it's incredible, really, um, the history behind this. I'm really looking forward to seeing it. And of course, interwoven with that is a whole series of, of traditional music, really, coming from the men themselves, Dara, Martin and Cormac Brannock himself. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a wonderful show. Um, it's it's meant to be beautiful and it's it's very, it's meant to be, yeah, because it just happened in 1978 in our recent history. Um, and to see, like, the injustice that happened to these men. So it, it, I'm very, very excited to see it. And of course, that's 8 p.m. on Saturday evening. Tickets, 13 euros. And I suppose the final one we're going to talk about for today's show, at least, is Irene's Ghost. It's a film by Ian Cunningham. That looks like it's going to be an absolutely fantastic evening's entertainment. It's next week. It's part of the first Fortnite festival. Can you tell us a bit about the play or about the, the movie and the festival itself? I will eat. So just today as well, we've actually added in another film before Irene's Ghost, um, which will kind of start off the evening, uh, which was done by Little Johnny. It's called How the, po- How the Puka Rurik Got His Tail Back. So um, it was filmed by our own cinematographer, J- Joan Ostello, in the Glen Centre. Um, and Little Johnny has been doing a lot of um, work in Lucian's Culture Centre in here the past year. And it was, it's the North... Leitrim men's group um, are featured in this film. And then afterwards, after that film, it's 15 minutes long, we have Irene's Ghost, which is um, follows a son's search to find out about the mother he never knew. Um, and it's, it's uses animation mixed with film footage and explores memory and mental health. And the first fortnight is this charity. It's been running the past few years and they always have a festival in January. Um, all around Ireland, and it challenges mental health prejudice through arts and cultural action. So we, every year, we have something on that supports the first fortnight because it is extremely important. Absolutely, no. I've been part of first fortnight myself in a, a couple yeah. of different guises over the years, and it's great to see it branching out from just the traditional Dublin roots as well. What else is coming up in January, just in terms of headline stuff? I know Tommy Ternan is there, but he's sold out, much to most he's people's disappointment. Out. I know very, there's a lot of disappointed people. Now, we have a waiting list if anyone wants to put their names down for that. Um, they can risk it. We also have Sean Keane. Now, he is very close to being sold out. Um, and he's meant to be amazing. Um, and then, finish up January, we have Morris Lennon, Keir Brennan and Chris Dawson on the 31st of January. Excellent. So it seems to be all go in the Glen Centre. Well, listen, Trassa, I'm sure we'll be chatting to you as the year progresses. The very best to look. And I think for me, I think Groveline might be worth a look tomorrow. Just to say you were there when they before they were famous. Yes, definitely. They'll be the U2 of Leitrim. <laughs> well, listen, thanks very much, Trassa. <laughs> no problem. Now, there's nothing quite like a dark winter's evening to hide yourself away in the cinema and get lost in the story unfolding on the moving picture in front of you for 90 minutes or two hours 
And Justin Farrell from Carrick Cineplex joins us now to talk about what's happening in the cinema over the next couple of weeks. Justin, Happy New Year. Welcome back to the show. Happy New Year to you. Thanks very much. Good nope. to be back after nope. my prolonged absence again. Well, listen, we all had a bit of a prolonged absence over the course of the last couple of weeks. And it's great to be back talking about things to do and things to get out and enjoy entertainment wise. What's been going on in the cinema over the last few weeks? Because I've been meaning to get specifically to get to see Star Wars over the last couple of weeks. But I've had my interest piqued by a few other things as well. No more than Little Women and The Gentleman also on the list. And to be honest, I'm a bit of a soft spot for Jumanji as well. So let's start maybe with those four and talk about how they've gone over the last few weeks because they're not quite new releases but they're still playing in the cinema. All four of them have been very busy over the festive period. Little Women and The Gentleman came out towards the tail end and they have been a great hit amongst the adults. So Little Women has Saoirse Ronan, Meryl Streep, Emma Watson. Florence Pugh. We yes, talked about her off, from off camera before. Fighting With My Family. Um, and it's a coming-of-age period drama directed by Greta Gerwig. So that has been very popular and definitely worth checking out. Of course, Greta Gerwig and Saoirse Ronan would have worked before on Lady Bird, which got a whole load of Oscar buzz. Is there any award buzz for this particular film? I know it was nominated for the Golden Globes of the weekend and probably will be in the shakeup for the Oscars as well. Let's talk about some of the new releases that are coming out. What's top of the bill this weekend? So our biggest release this weekend is 1917. Now, speaking of awards, it picked up Best Motion Picture and Best Director at the Golden Globes. It's directed by Sam Mendes and it's got a star-studded cast with Benedict Cumberbatch, Colin Firth, Andrew Scott, Mark Strong, and Richard Madden. Now, it's based loosely on a true story. It's an epic World War I drama um, following the story of two soldiers who work across the trenches to deliver a message to save um, a British advancement that is about to be ambushed. So it's, sh it's shot in a way that it's the effect it's one continuous take and it's getting brilliant reviews. The whole movie's in one continuous take. The way it's shot gives the effect that it is. So I've been, I've been reading, so it'll be interesting to see that. Sounds quite interesting, even just from a cinematography point of view, to see how that they pull that off. But obviously having names like Benedict Cumberbatch and Colin Firth isn't going to hurt ticket sales either. Now, the other one you mentioned uh, is Seaberg. Who, who or what is Seaberg? Seaberg, it's um, the story of Joan Seaberg, an uh, actress from the 60s-70s. In America, she was very, uh, very popular French New Wave actress. Um, she was very, she's very supportive of civil rights movements all across America at the time, and she began to become. She began to throw her support behind the Black Panther organization and became romantically involved with Hakeem Jamal, who was a cousin of Malcolm X. This romantic involvement with Hakeem Jamal uh, picked the FBI's interest. So they ended up wiretapping her, following her, and drove her insane. So this is a political thriller based on that story, and it's directed by Benedict Andrews and stars Kristen Stewart, Anthony Mackie, Vince Vaughan, Jack O'Connell, and Colomini with a bit of Irish touch. It's a bit of Irish in, in all of the major yeah. films there, because Saoirse Ronan, obviously, Little Women, you mentioned in 1917, Andrew Scott is in it, and then both Colomini and... Jack O'Connell are Irish in 
the Seaberg one. Kristen Stewart, of course, people will know from some films like Twilight, and she's done a lot of kind of more reputable stuff, I suppose, from an adult point of view in the last few years. Anthony Mackie, also a well-known face, if not necessarily by the name. You've definitely seen him in stuff, if people are listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a, a coloured actor, but he's he's been in a lot of those kind of character roles as the the, the coloured friend in, in whatever movie he's, yeah. he's in and also Vince Vaughn people would know from stuff like Dodgeball and plenty mm-hmm. of other comedies uh, uh, over the years that sounds like a bit of a sleeper hit as well Vince Vaughn's gone a bit mainstream in the last few years he's kind of moved away from that comedic stuff yeah. to really tackling some of these kind of bigger meatier political almost yeah. issues no more than in True Detective in season 2 I don't know if you ever saw that lots of people slammed it because he had a he was a serious role but I, I watched, I won't lie, I watched two episodes and I gave up because him being serious, I just couldn't, I couldn't watch it. And then I went back to it a couple of years later and he was brilliant. He played a, a more political bad guy role and he, he's actually brilliant in it. It's funny watching people evolve because even Kirsten Stewart herself would have come through that Twilight, will she, won't she, Edward. And I've never watched Twilight, but I know all the buzzwords. So you had the werewolf and the vampire and... I can't remember the second guy's name. It was Team Edward and Team something else. I can't remember back in the day. Jacob, perhaps. Oh, yeah. See, you're younger than me, so you'd remember that sort of stuff. Uh, But in terms of uh, her development as an actress over the years, she's gone on to some much meatier stuff. And it's great to see kind of how these athletes, or not athletes, but uh, actors progress through their careers. Now, let's talk about Star Wars because I'm a bit of a Star Wars nut. I was at the, the last two, or in fact, probably the last five, I've been at midnight, five past midnight, it's playing in cinemas, and I've been there, and this obviously shot in Ireland, and there's elements of it as well, around Skellig Vigil and up in Malin Head. Why has this not caught the imagination as much as others? Has the same promotion gone into it? I believe there, there, there has been. I suppose what has happened is we've been spoiled the last two years with a movie coming out every year, and we had the... The original one that came out maybe four years ago, was it? Four or five years ago, that continued the story. That was brilliant. Everyone loved it. Then we had Rogue One, which was the first spin-off, which I thought was brilliant. I thought was brilliant. It's yeah. my favourite Star Wars movie of all time. Yeah, and a lot of people felt that way. Then we had The Force Awakens, I think that was last year. Between that and Solo, or those were the last two, they panned critically and fans didn't like it at all. I felt in The, La- in the Force Awakens... The bit with Rey and Luke Skywalker when they're on the island, there was a bit, they were trying a bit too much, you know, with the Avengers, the Avengers have captured, Marvel, I should say, have captured bringing in comedy and all that and your your laughs. They've mastered that, I felt, with all, the, with all their movies in the last few years. I felt that Star Wars tried to bring that in no more than the DC comic movies and it was just overdoing it. So that, well, that caught my my attention particularly. But is it that they've killed off the original three and the three stars of the original movies were Han Solo, Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia. So Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford Mm -hmm. and they killed off two of the characters and then Leia, or should we say Carrie Fisher actually passed away in real life. So we can't see those three characters again. So Mm -hmm. has the interest in Star Wars died? Um... Yeah, that's such. A, I, ne- I never thought about it like that. That's a good point, I suppose, for the the old school fans. Definitely, that I'm sure that left a sour taste. But I know from speaking to people before and after the movie, they felt between Han Solo and the movie previous to that that they were flops. They didn't enjoy it at all. So they've. Um, 
Yeah, I suppose I haven't actually seen the solo movie and I haven't seen this one. Now, I probably will go to this one out of kind of some sense of I have to go watch the movie. And with this one, again, the the diehards are coming out. They're disappointed. But people that might be casual fans or even not so diehard, they, a lot of people are thoroughly enjoying it and think it's a great movie. So I, I definitely think it's worth checking out. Okay, well, and every person should make up their own mind. I think I'll go and see it. And now it's just looking into the list of some of the other movies as well. We mentioned the Guy Ritchie movie, The Gentleman, probably worth getting along to see. Guy Ritchie's always usually a fairly good hit, but you want to be prepared for a bit of violence, I'm guessing. Exactly. If it's Guy Ritchie. Uh, Jumanji... I'm a fan of the series. I really like the reboot with The Rock and Jack Black and Karen Gillan is in it as well. Uh, and anything that has um, Kevin Hart in it is just hilarious. Uh, Frozen 2, obviously a big hit with the kids. That's still on? It is indeed, yeah. It's still going strong. Um, it's It's been out a good while now, but I suppose with, the, with how long there was, I think, a five, six year gap between the original one um, there was such demand, such demand for it, and I think especially because at the time of year, a lot of people waited until Christmas to go and see it as well. Of course, because of the the frozen aspect exactly. of it. Uh, cats panned by everybody. Is it as bad as people say it is? I haven't seen it myself, but the feedback isn't good. Okay. No, um, a lot of people, a lot of people disappointed with it, and I'm sure they might be going in with a biased view because I I don't think I've really heard a positive review or after aftermath report so so maybe it's worth going because people panned the postman by kevin costner back in the day and i loved it Waterworld, the same i quite like those movies they were panned by the critics so maybe maybe go along and if you like the musical have a look make up your own mind uh justin thanks very much i know there's other movies we haven't quite managed to get to but we've run out of time but in terms of uh the full schedule where can people find out the times and days for all of these shows you can get all our times and listings on www.carricsineplex.ie, Carricsineplex on Facebook and Instagram. They're the best way to keep up to date with all that's happening. Excellent. Well, listen, thanks very much for dropping into us. Happy New Year. And uh, hopefully we'll all get out to the, the, see a movie and maybe take care of one of those dark evenings when we've nothing else to be at. Looking forward to having you out. Thank you. And that, folks, is all we have time for today. Plenty of things to do, despite it being that time of year, when January, when everyone's a little bit broke after Christmas and a little bit, maybe a bit, still feeling a bit fragile after the parties over the festive period. But there's plenty of things to do. And next week is going to be even more exciting in the county. We'll be talking about Keith Barry. We'll be talking about an Eagles tribute band, both in the Landmark Hotel the following weekend on the 17th and 18th of January. Plenty of action in the county over the next few weeks. Thank you very much to Justin and to Trassa for bringing us up to speed on what is happening in their venues over the next seven days. We'll be back next week with a full rundown of everything from Friday the 17th of January to the 23rd, what's going on in the county for that particular week. I'll be back tomorrow with a preview of the weekend sporting action Talk to you then.